So I'm here in the beautiful Casa Lakshmi um, with Lara Davis, who is um, founder of Ibiza Retreats. And welcome to today's show, The Reset Rebel. Good afternoon. Good afternoon indeed, lovely Joe. Lovely to be with you here with the bird song and the breeze and the sunshine. And I am the founder of Ibiza Retreats, but I'm also the co-director. And um, Susie Howell is the wonderful shining star who's helped me grow Ibiza Retreats for the last seven years. I began Ibiza Retreats in 2007. And it's just evolving more every year as people around the world are wanting to take back the reins of their life horse and not be so subject to the stresses, the increasing stresses of modern life, but rather really want to learn tools and techniques from mindfulness to every form of yoga and meditation to take a walk on the wild side, drumming circles and shamanic music, whatever sort of experiences will give you that pleasure of opening your heart, letting go of the tension and finding new voice for what you're really here for in this life. That sounds like a very comprehensive service you're offering there. (laughs) (laughs) Which is beautiful. And obviously you've had a ridiculous amount of experience. I was just reading your little biog actually before I came over. And and it sort of all started, it seemed, by... Well, I think we should actually begin at the very beginning, like how you actually discovered Ibiza. It was definitely a calling. I remember just feeling, and I was really involved in the rave scene in England that total freedom experience of dancing on hillsides and being in then lines of cars and not knowing where you're going to be but there was an incredible heartfelt cohesiveness it was very much a tribal thing and it felt like that's what was going on in Ibiza but even more magical and so at the age of 17 I found myself with two very dear friends one of whom I believe you know Joe, um, on a plane to headed for San Antonio um, <laughs> oh, how times have changed. Oh, how times have changed. <laughs> and San Antonio's also changed. Um, and danced my way around the island. I didn't actually see much of my friends. I basically took myself on a dancing tour because the island felt so free and I met so many amazing people that that felt completely safe to do so. So, you know, this was 24 years ago, 25 years ago now, 24. You know, this is what we still seek through the retreats, is to offer people experiences that enable them to open their hearts to feeling free. Mm. Is that what you say you discovered when you came on this dancing tour and you kind of got involved, so to speak? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, on the deck this morning, after we finished our kirtan, that's the singing of mantras to close our yoga session... And we asked everyone in circle, you know, what they were feeling, one word in any language, because we had five, six nationalities on the deck. And we had calm, we had centred, we had powerful. And one woman said, I feel myself. And in Ibiza, I always felt myself. I could dress in the ways, the colourful, beautiful, sensual ways that I felt I was most me in, which I couldn't do in London or Oxford or New York in the same ways. And I think that's one of the things that for a lot of us coming here, you know, we have this sense of feeling like we're coming home because we're coming home to ourselves here. Mm. And I mean, what actually happened? I mean, I I love the fact that you're comparing and contrasting these two wonderful circumstances and scenarios because they do marry up somewhere along the line. They are very similar in terms of what we're actually achieving because I do believe, you know, the internal high and the the kind of space that we create within ourselves through healing is 
kind of sort of a natural way of just recreating the former magic that we did when we first found the island. So what would you say, <laughs> what would you say how things have changed for it's you? A real, it's a really lovely analogy, but I would say that, you know, when I was dancing on podiums in Coup, that feeling of exuberance and positivity and self-expression and everything that went with it and the connectivity with all these people is connectivity with source and with spirit. And mm. that was that was what I was looking for even before I found raving, even before I found dancing, even before I found dressing up in wonderfully vibrant, different colourful costumes. And this is what we're seeking on the yoga deck, meditating, being in nature, earthing with the treatments and therapies. It's all this space of safety and self and connection with each other and with spirit. And so, yeah, it was... It wasn't the moment that I got pushed into the pool in coup. It was some years later. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> that, that, that I was coming out of a relationship in London where I built a, a design business with my ex. And having met a guru on the seventh floor of the Chelsea Hotel in New York um, 10 years before meeting him, I'd experienced what we call the Shakti part, which is the arising, it's a blessing that's bestowed from um, an enlightened being. Um, and I felt the uprising of all these amazing energies through my spine, through my body, through my mind, through my heart. And my life, my life stopped being about running really cool and happening restaurants in New York, which it was at that point, or being part of you know the, the social scene in the Hamptons. It was or Ibiza, or Miami, or wherever it was, it became about something much more meaningful. And I didn't know what that was at first. And I only found that out through exploration and self-exploration and started studying energetic and spiritual healing, life coaching, NLP, in Sydney, yoga, 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 meditation, energy work, energy healing again. And I met a woman in Sydney who asked me to help her build a life transformations company. So alongside all this studying, I was starting to understand the logistics of creating retreats, seminars, workshops, and spaces, physical and energetic spaces in which people could undergo really profound transformation. And that was in the year 2001. And so when my relationship literally hit the rocks in England yeah. um, some five, six years later, I started to delve inside for where I'd felt most happy and at purpose. I'd always wanted to live in Ibiza. I hadn't yet found the right mission or vision. And um, I was running a team of coaches for a life transformations workshop in London. There were 300 people all sitting in on a visualization. So it was really amazing, powerful energy. And I had the vision of Ibiza retreats. Then I started to seek retreats in Ibiza. And at that point... Lona was doing her wonderful fast. I think Lourdes had the Garden of Light. There were only three I could find wow. using every search word possible. And none of them completely ticked my boxes, although I would later meet these wonderful people who created these incredible spaces and see how special they were in their own rights. What I was seeking was a really holistic experience, which is what we do with Elite with Ibiza Retreats. So each person who comes on our group retreats is an individual. And we take care of their personal needs by ensuring they have a one-to-one -one wellness coaching to find out what they are really here for and to help them highlight what they're on retreat for. And to make their practices and their experience purposeful and intention-led. And also to be in more of a place of receptivity that they feel that they're safe and they can let go and they can let us pamper them as well. Mm. You know, I think most of us give out so much constantly that actually a lot of what we're doing on retreat is learning not only how to up our Shakti energy, increase our prana, empower ourselves mentally, physically, but it's also about how to contain it. 
how to live life in a more sustainable way, how to tune into our inner guidance system so that we're not being pushed off center or being pulled out of our happy zone because we feel we ought to go to this party, go to that meeting, etc., etc. So this has been the journey, really. It's been very experiential and global, but Ibiza has been the place where I've been able to anchor it all and to evolve what we do in a very organic way. Mm. Learning every day, every retreat, every client, and every time I'm at home with my kids as well. They're my real gurus. <laughs> I bet they are. And I've seen you in action in, in your mummy role. You are epic as a, as a mum. But it's, yeah, it's obviously incredibly hard work. Like running or being a yoga mummy as um as we often call you know people that run retreats because you are literally mummying like you know between sort of 10 to sort of you know 15 and up people you're Mm -hmm. you're looking after them in that very intense way and they do need a lot of nurturing and nourishing when they come to you so obviously you're doing the the mummy role for your real two children and lots of others besides Mm -hmm. i mean you know that sounds like a obviously what you've got here is a beautiful house two houses now in ibiza that you have for retreats the second on top of a mountain i just want to say for us we cap it at 12 people. We never have more than 12 people on retreat. And we have a, over the years, to make sure that I wasn't trying to do it all and to make it much more of a joyful experience and to make sure that I could give my best and all of our team members could give our best, we have an amazing team. So we have a lot of hosts and a team of teachers so that we can all be, you know, bright and joyful and nurturing. Because exactly as you say, Joe, people do need nurturing. That's what we come away for, right? Absolutely, without a doubt. That is uh, number one lesson on retreat is that people need to be looked after, like, massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about self-care. And, you know, this comes from inviting people to stop, you know, while bringing you a cup of tea to, you know, offering them incredible therapeutic experiences. But how, you know, you as you said, you obviously, apart from the, the kind of stalwarts like Alona, who we're going to be speaking to on one of these podcasts mm. about fasting, the next podcast, in fact. But it feels like, you know, you were one of the original mm. original people here that started the retreat scene. And, and you were the, one of the first people that I actually spoke to before I even came to the island, which was one of the reasons I really wanted to get you on oh, to the first series of the, of the shows. No, it was an absolute, you know... Well, I I, th- I just feel very lucky that you're one of the first people I connected to, you and Susie, because mm. you really helped integrate me onto the island and kind of like start up my yoga teaching career here and connected me to the right people. So I'm always going to be grateful for oh, that forever. Um, but I mean, I just feel like how did it kind of spread for you? Because obviously your business is is quite big these days. <laughs> <laughs> like a flower unfolding a <laughs> petals. I mean, I come from um, a London and New York background and so this has definitely been my thing in Ibiza of the island teaching me to slow down. I mean, so much happens in the present moment. I came here with a very linear mental attitude of goal setting and creating in, in, you know, in very, very strategic ways. And the island taught me to de-strategize a lot and come much more into my heart because what could be right one day isn't necessarily right the next. And so it's been about self-permissiveness, a lot of acceptance, allowing constant feedback and having complete transparency with myself as much as I can, my business partners, our team, constant feedback so what we don't have um we don't have a hierarchical structure in our organization we have it very much horizontal so that we can all share constantly we're all human beings doing our best doing too much doing learning how to be again right Mm -hmm. so we sit in circle before each retreat we prepare collectively as a group for the people that are coming and you know we make sure as much as possible 
that you know whatever we're doing we're doing it from our very best place of heart this is this has been how we've grown it is to make sure that we're growing it in a good way that really feels right for all of us mm. step by step i've seen people really want to do it in a very commercial way and i think now the scenes quote unquote the scene has become um, more of a quote-unquote industry. I'm being approached by people all the time to get guidance about how they can turn their villa into a retreat, but this isn't what we, we're here for. Mm. We're working alongside the tourist board at the moment to create a very high standardization, not just for the functionality and the layout of a retreat center, which is very different to an agriturismo or a hotel or apartments, or a villa, but they're also that we can create a standardization for retreat managers and hosts so that people, when they come to Ibiza, can be guaranteed a high-quality experience. And when they're coming, maybe to heal traumas, maybe with chronic anxiety, definitely quite often with high levels of stress, they're being cared for by professionals and not just people who want to turn their villa into another money-making spin that has a good feel aspect to it so we're working you know to to do things as sustainably as we can in a way which is really about the integrity of giving retreats and the integrity of you know it takes a lot of work on yourself to be ready to hold a space for people and I humbly say this because I've tripped on my nose many times and learned many lessons so what are the lessons then that you feel that you've learned because um I think obviously Mm. you know coming from someone who's been here for as long as you have like that's a fascinating thing like everybody does seem to feel it does seem to due to the saturation of the market feel like a lot of people are coming here just to start up a retreat in any old house or everyone wants to run a retreat here what's your advice what is your experience it's deeply illegal (laughs) first of all um there is it is completely illegal and the and the tourist board are really cracking down on this because you know ibiza as an economy also has to shape shift constantly and there needs to be an homage paid and respect paid to the people who've put in days weeks months decades family lines to create something which is sustainable for this island in a respectful way that's the first thing we are working with the Ibiza tourist board to create um an argument for the Balearic government which we are hoping and intending will create a very special um, jurisdiction for retreat centres, not villas which are rented out for retreats and then with the prices pushed up in the midsummer time. This is about retreat centres which are created with the whole intention for the move, shape, form, flow of the space, what it offers the residents, how it's constructed and how it's held by the people who are working there that this is all part of the integrity of a retreat experience, that each person in the retreat needs to be connected as part of a team. This is the biggest learning of all for me over the years. We are one organism. It's much more than just a team. How one person feels absolutely affects the next person. So we make sure that our whole team is contributing with ideas, shares information. We have a... a, a beautiful shared vision amongst us every year for how we can improve and enhance what we offer but also everybody who works with us is highly trained they're all therapists they're all teachers they all have their own practices and here in Ibiza where the energy is very strong I think you know this Joe. this is where self-practice is the most important of all mm. it brings you to your center and it keeps you grounded in an island where it's very easy to fly high and fall flat on your face. <laughs> I've done that many, many times. There's no doubt about it. And I think, you know, 
that is really important to have some more um, kind of like legal standing in place on this. I mean, I can't deny that I, you know, the very first time, I mean, obviously I was a music journalist. I didn't come here for that reason initially. But when I did decide that I was going to run my first retreat in Ibiza, I just hired a villa and I just flew a load of people over and, you know, taught some yoga on the terrace and, you know, we had a great time. Yeah. But, and, and that is the very kind of cowboy side of this island. That it's, it's very easy to do that. I mean, yeah, anywhere in the yeah, world, yeah. it's not difficult to yeah, do that. Absolutely. But, you know, there does need to be a certain level of um, continuity, so yes. to speak, in place for people that are all kind of like walking the same walk here to a degree. Yes. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast was yeah. because, you know, when I see a website and I see a teacher and I see a retreat... You know, I have no idea what that teacher's like. I have no idea, yeah, you know, how yeah. authentic and how yeah. real that person is, whether that yoga teacher might have a really annoying voice. Yeah. So it's, it's good to how get they, to know. How, how well trained they are, you know, do they have a therapeutic background? Because I think this is the thing as well, people are coming to yoga, and yoga is one of the modalities that we work with. I've also spent the last three years in London, backwards and forwards training as a, clinical, a clinically trained yoga therapist mm -hmm. because I was seeing that... So many of the people coming to us, they were coming with yo for, you know, to yoga as, as medicine. They were seeking so much more than the exercise classes of yoga that you get in London. They were seeking you know, yoga to really be their health and well-being toolkit, as well as to bring them towards their Atman, towards their inner teacher. And so I knew that I needed to skill up and that I needed to be able to lead our organization with a much more knowledge and also with mentors who are at the leading edge of yoga technology, let's say, and meditation technology. And I think this is this is the most important bit that, you know, great if you want to bring your clients out to Ibiza. It's an amazing place to do it. Um, but leading a retreat, stuff comes up. People are coming for so many different reasons. And doing it with intention, doing it with the right levels of support for yourself if you're a teacher is also phenomenally important. Because like you know, Joe, it takes a lot of energy to hold that space. And, you know, at the beginning I did it all. Mm. You know, because of course if we do it all, we can do it the best, right? You know, I drove and picked people up from the airport and I even cooked to begin with. And now that sounds familiar. That that's familiar? how I got my first job with you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> After right. Arun cooked, I yeah, that's you how I started. Cooked. And you know, and then you know, you realise that you know, rather than spreading oneself too thinly, when we focus on the well-being of the guests first and their highest good, we all need to be in our highest good to be able to give them what they really come out here for. And people are coming and they're paying a lot of money to come on retreat. Mm. And it's so important that they have the value of the experience of this precious time that they may have saved up years for to come and enjoy. And, you know, I think a yoga holiday is also quite different from a, a deep holistic retreat. Mm -hmm. and not, all, not all of our retreats are going to be a massively deep and transformational experience. It depends on the needs and the wishes of each person. But, you know, you can come and do gorgeous yoga and have a wonderful time. And you can even mix that with going out clubbing and have a wonderful time, but that's not a retreat, that's a yoga holiday. I think a retreat is something different, it's where you really come away with intentionality to get away from it all. And to, you know, to hopefully come and do some beautiful work on yourself so that you emerge with more qualities to take back into your life that are going to really serve you and the world around you. And you said that you've had to do a lot of work on yourself to reach the point where you're at now. I mean, what's the, you know, what's the I, biggest work you've I gone feel like, And I feel like I'm only starting, darling. I think that's it. I think the, the biggest work... Aren't we all? Aren't we all? I think the biggest work is, this, is the stepping on the ego, right? Because, you know, Shiva, you see Shiva outside in our terrace dancing on the baby, which is the ego. You know, just when we think we're doing really well, Ibiza's very good at tripping you up because that's normally the ego that's got in the way and it's going, yes, yes, yes. But actually, I think the greatest lessons I've learned here have been trust and humility. 
Mm. Trust because you put everything in to make things work and then you need to put in more and then more mm. and then more. And Ibiza is not an island of, you know, come and take a chunk of, you know, the pie that's already here. For me, it's been about a respectful, mindful and conscious journey to create our own niche and to respect and honor what other people are doing. When I began Ibiza Retreat, Susie and I were the typists of seeking out information about... Uh, do you remember the well-being calendar we set up with Natalie of White Ibiza? I do indeed. Because we really wanted to spread and share the love around the island, mm. which is great. There was nothing. You would, you know, you'd come to the island 12 years ago, and maybe by the time you left, you'd see like one thing about yoga pinned to a tree. Mm. It was like this. And now we have the internet, and now we have... You know, your your pocket phone in which you can search and seek what's going on, where and when. It's all become a lot more automated, but we really see that people are coming here to switch off now. Mm. We need peace. We need peace. We need sanctuary. We need to be barefoot in nature. Our new retreat location is on a mountaintop in the heart of the island where the energy is so special and serene. Not only have you got the most phenomenal views throughout the whole island, all the way to Formentera, you also have a whole mountain top in nature. So think getting off the city jet and taking your shoes off, getting into the infinity pool, salt infinity pool, coming out and then walking up barefoot through the trees to find a hammock and just be nurtured and nestled in nature to have all of your batteries reset and all of that excess charge of city life and electromagnetic frequency rebalanced again. No, it's a really interesting time for retreats, Joe. And I think, you know, we need to come together more within the island. Those of us who live here and those of us who really are on this path with a lot of pure intention to create the standardization so that people who come to Ibiza are really getting the value of the experience that they're hoping for and that Ibiza can become renowned as a place for well-being. She's becoming so. She's I be- think so. She's Definitely. really becoming so. And so now the standardisation is more important than ever. Mm. I mean, how do you, you know, obviously when, when I first started to come here, I mean, I literally had not been north of Ibiza town. I'd yeah. not known anything about what, you know, where I now live yeah. at all until I ran that first retreat. I met Arun. I went to Healing Ibiza, another yeah. festival that you also set up at Zaro back in the day. With Ilona. A long and, time ago. And with Ilona exactly. and Toby and Belinda. And yeah, I think there were six or seven of us that, that did that. Yeah. Another big old achievement in the old uh, Ibiza calendar. <laughs> but, you know, it was. It, it, I just didn't know about this side of the island. And obviously no, that's why no, I decided no. to move here. And it does feel like Ibiza is now becoming a destination that is not just about the club, and you know, mm. obviously, it has this plethora of incredible healing opportunity that's just mm. spreading like wildfire across yeah. the north of the island, also yes. in the south, but mostly in the north. Yeah. And that's an amazing thing, and that is something that needs to be celebrated. It is, and you know, the tourist, you know, the tourist board are very mindful of this, and they're seeking to create a category which is, you know, because of this. First of all, of course, they have to make sure that the hotels and the agriturismos. Um, and apart hotels, etc., are filling, and that 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 is a different market to the retreats market, mm. and that therefore that the wellness market, um, as you which is what you're talking about, can be in beautiful luxurious spa hotels like Atzaro, can be in Casgassi and other other lovely agriturismos, or it can be, and this is what we're seeking to create with them, in designated retreat centres which are created physically, emotionally, energetically to be the most supportive possible space for people to teach, to facilitate, to rest, to receive. And 
we're getting there we're really getting there which is brilliant which is just brilliant but it's taking time and you know it's a big wake-up call because we've been in Ibiza we've been seeing that there's a lot more plastic around on the beaches and in the water you know there's finally people you know going out and doing beach cleans collectively what we also hope is that through all of this wellness awareness we're also taking care of the wellness of our island mm. you know when we're taking care of ourselves and our body and we're practicing this self-care this has to turn outwards and into the island around us mm. i think all of us want to create more sustainable well-being for ibiza well we do have you know obviously love ibiza now we have the yeah, wonderful exactly. um you know uh the fund the ibiza, ibiza preservation, preservation fund, fund. Yep. and of course we've got the you know the, the paper straws that are being introduced now yep. there's a big campaign for that last summer so hopefully this year will be the end of the plastic straw finally on Ibiza it does feel like a lot of environmental attention is being paid now which is amazing and it's about time you know this island did receive a little bit of that love in the opposite direction so that brings us nicely really on to um, obviously the premise of this podcast and and the amazing gift that you are giving to the Reset Rebel show which is of course our free retreat space at the end of the year and I honestly I yeah I'm over the moon that you're you're giving that to us if you could tell us a little bit about what it is and who you're looking forward to join yeah well for us, we're working more and more philanthropically. Can I even say the word today? Philanthropically. Beautifully um, done. Thank you, darling. <laughs> um, and, you know, we feel that yoga and we feel that meditation, we feel that all of these tools and this the retreat experience of being treated by phenomenal therapists as well and being in a supportive circle of retreat co-guests is such a special experience that it needs to be accessible to people whether they can afford it or not. And so we're seeking to give a certain amount of places away every year to people who really, really need it. They could be mothers coming, single mothers coming through breakup. They could be people who have been going through mental health challenges and are wanting to come out the other side. They could be people who are on the road to recovery after cancer. It could be someone who simply needs it, is close to burnout, but hasn't got the funds to be able to really create a more sustainable healthy life and lifestyle so for us it's more about the person wanting to really come and embrace the like you said at the beginning the vast amount of gorgeous delicious magical sometimes slightly out there experiences that we offer (laughs) we do specialize in those on Ibiza (laughs) we do specialize with them in Ibiza so it's about it's about the intent it's about the person really wanting to come and get the most out of their experience Mm. because as you seek to get out so you will get back that's absolutely right we do put out you know what was it what I read in your bio today something like the attention goes where the energy flows I love that one where attention goes energy flows absolutely <laughs> honey absolutely yeah 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 I'm devastated to say this is the end of this um, this lovely podcast because you have got to rush off and do a wonderful healing for someone not rush and darling walk slowly walk slowly and mindfully, mindfully through the nature yeah. <laughs> barefoot through the grass yeah um, it's been such a pleasure to have you on today's Aww. show I've really thoroughly enjoyed today's chat and of course this is a double header show so we've got Susie Howell your wonderful uh, co-director coming yeah, up and joining us next partner Susie and um, I just want to say Joe, it's so gorgeous to see you flourishing as well <laughs> I think this is one of the things on the island when we see people over time when we make the commitment to be here how we all flourish in so many gorgeous ways makes the heart sing <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much that's very kind of you it's been um, really great to have you and we'll no doubt have you back on the show again Oh, darling, thank you. Well, we look forward to welcoming the right rebel chica or chico. More chicos. Come on, chicos. <laughs> exactly. To come and join us. <laughs> roll up, roll up. Thank you so much. 
one half of Ibiza Retreats there, Lara Davis. Hopefully we're going to be hearing from Suze Powell uh, next week here on the show um, just to kind of get the other end of the spectrum um, of that partnership. An amazing creation that is one of the largest retreat companies and businesses on the island um, and the amazing healing work that the uh, the duo do when they get together and um, so we're really 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 happy to be able to offer a space on their get glowing uh, retreat in um, October on the 6th of October um, and yeah it just sounds like a really amazing uh, reset opportunity so if Having listened to that interview, that does sound like something that you would like to get involved in. Do drop us a line on justthegoodnewsplease at gmail.com and we will read all of these letters um, and put them to our panel and some decisions will be made on who uh, will be coming to join us. We've had some incredible emails um, from people and we have actually filled our August Um, the Reset Rebel Retreat with me now with an amazing lady from America um, who's coming to join us. We do have another space left though still in May which is the 5th to the 8th uh, with me and there's so many other events and treatments and sessions um, that are being offered and given to us um, to offer up to people in need. So do check out theresetrebel.com and we've got all the information about what uh, is available um, for people that perhaps can't afford it or just don't really um, have the ability to be able to kind of book on through the normal channels. So thank you so much for listening uh, to The Reset Rebel with me, Joe Yule, once again uh, this week with our wellness um, and Ibiza-focused platform and podcast. Uh, the website's going to be expanding across the course of the summer. I'm now back on the island after a lovely little breakaway to Thailand. Um, it just feels so good to be back um, and to be teaching again and to be sharing all of this loveliness here on this podcast. So do stay tuned and we'll see you or we'll uh, yeah, hear from you next week. Lots of love. <laughs>